Pickaxe. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Triforce <laughs> podcast. This week, I'm sick. You're sick. I'm getting sick. Yeah. I'm, get, I'm, I'm going to the doctors today. I've got like my, my eye is all like swollen up and it's like weird. And I look like a kind of like I'm half asleep. Like sometimes when you wake up and you're like, you like look in the mirror, you're like one eye is like more open than the other. Yeah. I think it's called Tosis, you know, because there's that actor who has it, isn't there? That black actor who has that drooping Excuse eyelid. Excuse me? Tosis. What, you mean? Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, Forrest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forrest yeah, yeah. Gump. Forrest, Forrest Gump. Whitaker. Man, I like Forrest, Forrest Whitaker. Gu- Gumpaker, yeah. Has he been in? Is, is he one of these actors who's not been any in any bad movies? No, he's, no, been, he's in been in tons in bad of bad movies. movies. Oh, has yeah. he? Okay, yeah. And also, he's a Scientologist, so oh, yeah. well, no way. Yeah. He's yeah. he's a grinder for sure. He's wow. in a lot of movies. Yeah. Okay, some some good, some bad. Oh. Some some more notable than others. Right, yeah. Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai. That's a good movie. That's yeah, meant to be good. <laughs> <laughs> that one's meant to actually be good. There's this list of actors who've never been in bad movies. Tilda Swint- Swinton is one of them, I think. She's been in some shit. Val Kilmer. Really? I can't think of a movie he's been in that's been bad. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Oh, come Nicholas on. Cage. He's the opposite of come, that. He, he's the ultimate like grinder, though, isn't he? He's he's in oh, every yeah. movie in some capacity. Jesus Christ, it's insane. Like how well, many I think movies he's been people in. People always say about Nicholas Cage though that it was because he had a tax bill he couldn't pay and so he had to just take yeah. any work that came along right and so he ended up just doing a ton of shit but man i don't know maybe he just enjoys it going out doing stuff gets maybe kick out of it. yeah maybe he just like needs to he's one of these people that needs to be busy you know he's just got to get out of the house he's got to get away from himself you know and if he doesn't well that's when like the chronic masturbation starts right yeah I don't, I don't know if we can dress up Nicolas Cage's career as just he just loves working he's just a like, worker I think, I think it's purely greed and bills to pay <laughs> bills yeah look, I, I read a really interesting article <laughs> about Johnny Depp right uh, really interesting so everybody thinks that Johnny Depp is being this ultra successful wealthy actor and he he did make a shitload of money from Pirates like you remember that period when he was in fucking everything everything Johnny yeah, Depp was yeah. in right? he was in a lot and of and then bills. all of a sudden yeah. he started making a lot of shit and you're like wow Johnny Depp's in a lot of stuff but it all looks terrible it's because his spending was out of control yeah dude was spending so much fucking money you got to read this article i can't remember i think it was in vanity fair it's unbelievable how much money he spent and his lawyers and his advisors were like you need to make like 50 million dollars a year for movies alone just to make ends meet because he spent so much money on all this stupid what shit. What did he like, buy? He's like, oh, you wouldn't believe it. Club, if it was available clubs. to be bought, he bought it. Yeah, everything. What, is, what do people do? That, but that, why? How? Like, he, I do shit like he goes shopping. He injected his whole face with tomato ketchup and that cost <laughs> a couple expensive. million as well. Had to be the best ketchup. He bathed in horse semen. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, what, that's what they all, all the celebs do that though. That's how you get famous. Yeah. I mean, uh, he'd, he'd do stuff like go shopping and buy instead of just buying like a guitar he'd buy like eight d- guitars that were all like a million dollars each yeah he'd go and buy like a shitload he'd just of buy the store he'd, while he was there yeah you know what i like this place so much yeah i'm gonna buy the whole place how much is it worth oh it's worth about a hundred thousand dollars i guess it's just me and my pop run it I'll give you 10 million. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's like. You drive a hard bargain. 10 mil. 10 million. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so no. That's, that's pretty much it. He's been in some pretty good movies, though, Johnny Depp. Like, I, I, like I rate him. I think he's like a good actor and stuff. But I guess, sure. if, I guess, if you have out of control spending habits and maybe drug addictions and stuff, I feel like a a, a lot of them spend money on drugs, whether it's like uh, you know documented oh, it's or not. It's yeah, it's, it's always coke, they're they're always doing like coke and like probably right. about like six seven hundred dollars a day worth as well in most cases. So. That's cheap, dude. I mean, I think it's. Man, probably- two or three grand a day yeah oh man because oh, it's not just for him it's for all his pals who are his friends course, because he has yeah. cocaine the, and money the coke right? friends yeah but they're only the around drugs, while the like, cocaine is flowing do you reckon they make hey, him do you reckon they make the like the whole the whole they they inform the personality too like and they make them go off the rails you know and they make them spend all the money and do is it that yeah it, it is definitely an american thing isn't it like you see, what was it like? I was watching some American TV show, and I can't. And the kids, like they, they made like a hundred grand, okay, between them, and they instant. And I, just, I thought that's not that's not very much like money to make between them, but instantly they went completely off the rails in a completely unreasonable way. And yeah. one of them bought a car, and I thought, well, that car. For a start, it's more than your share of that hundred grand. Like if you got a hundred <laughs> grand and you were like, okay, I've got twenty grand, let's buy a forty grand car. I was like, how how is that even? But that is that is a very American. But that's, it's it's the shortcut mentality, though, right? It's like yeah, you make a I little you, you make a little bit of money and you 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 convince yourself that you've arrived, but you also need to convince everybody else that you have as well. So you go out with like the 50 grand that you made um, and you and you spend it all on a car uh, and it looks really nice and everybody's really impressed. And then they realize like after a while that you're you're driving like in the evening when you say you're going home to like a phone booth and sleeping in there because all you have is a very fancy car and nothing else. So, I know a, a good buddy of mine, um, when he got his first job, the first thing he did when he got his initial paycheck was go out and buy like one of those big Ford what is it, the F-100s or something? It's like a huge pickup truck. Like, they were popular in America. I don't know if I've got the, the name of it right. Yeah. It's like a huge fucking truck. And like a lot of people that buy brand new cars, they, they don't have the money to buy it, but they have enough money to get financed to buy one. So they go out, and they end up paying... 50% more for the car than they should for a car that by the time they finish paying it off is going to be worth about 200 bucks, right? Yeah. So they're paying all this fucking money and for like 10 years, his paycheck was basically getting owned by this payments for this fucking truck that was a piece of shit by this point and was barely running, but he's still having to pay these huge payments on it. People do that shit all the time. Yeah. Because when they, they get the money and they just think, woohoo, woo! They run around like <laughs> waving their arms, yeah, yeah, I can get that big truck. And they get the truck and then they're like, yeah, we made it, woo! Like the truck is proof to their friends and to themselves, I have arrived and I am now a person who is not broke. Yeah. But they make themselves and broke And I sleep very in the back of the truck and I do my toilet right. in the back of the truck and I brush my I teeth my inside in the, the truck. truck. I eat all my meals in the truck and nobody else wants to come in the truck because I live in the truck and it stinks and, now, and I'm weird. I hate the truck. I hate <laughs> now, this truck. It's become the sole object of loathing for me. It's like a nightmare truck. <laughs> It's like a hell on earth. It's like it's a hell like, on Do you remember wheels. in uh, in Boogie Nights when he buys that car with his first paycheck? Um, when uh, Mark Wahlberg is like the porn star in that movie, yeah, right? yeah. And he's like a young kid. He's never had any money. He gets this amazing. I don't know what it is. It's like one of those super muscle cars that they have in the states. He gets the car and it like fast forwards like six years or something in the story when he's just coked out of his mind and his career's on the rails and the car is like broken down piece yeah. of shit. Yeah, I know. And it's like, it's just like that. People, people who've never had money 
have no idea how to look after it. And and I, I when I was younger, we were broke, like we, we've spoken on a previous podcast. And when I got my, my first paycheck, I, I was so fucking amazed that I had money in my bank account. For like the first time in my life, yeah. I have money. But, but, okay, is, and, that uh, like, is that like an investment though, right? Is it like people think that, okay, so so I have nothing at the moment and said, I got a bit of money, so I'm going to spend it on this super sexy car. That's, it's like an investment on more pussy, right? So I'm going to get loads more pussy now because of pussy that Pussy don't car. pay the bills, Lou. No, but yeah, no, you don't pay no bills. But, no, but, but taking that to a different like thing, like rich people, you know, they have to have, not even rich people have to have a lot of things in order to fit in. So if you work in like this high-flying industry, you need to have a nice car and a nice place, you need to pay loads of bills, you need to go on these right, tollies, you need people, to pay though. for golfing. You know, but, but no, it's not, but... Even the, like, at the at that top end, living that rock star lifestyle of a super celebrity like Johnny Depp, does he right, have right. to pay for these things in order to be well, that I, and, and carry on living that life? It's a Do weird you know, one because I think like like in in his like in his case, like yeah, he probably does spend a lot of money on stuff, but he probably there's probably a lot of opportunities for him to not spend money as well you know yeah. what i mean like cuz I mean, a lot of the stuff he's buying you'd never see yeah yeah like no no one's going to see his collection of fucking jewelry like he goes out and buys all this fucking jewelry and stuff i mean it's like all right it, word gets around hollywood here's the thing if if word gets around hollywood that you have shitloads of money you're spending it people are like wow johnny depp's hot but the moment word gets out that you're in trouble financially you your value as a star drops like a fucking stone because it's like can, no one wants to be near people who are in debt because yeah. it's like no. contagious. You know they're like oh shit he's broke. Yeah, yeah. Get him out of my movie. Like oh fuck. Oh, you mean he's only in Pirates of the Caribbean eight because he wants the money? I had no idea. <laughs> I thought he loved the project. Like it, you know it's it's, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. So so debt is like you're right. You want to show off ludicrous wealth but the moment you, you run into trouble it's like a fine line man the moment you run into trouble people drop you like a fucking rock no one wants to be near debt i remember like when They'll i work with drug addicts before they work with broke people i tell you that yeah mm. when i got my first job i was about i must have been about 15 years old i guess when i got my first job like uh, like it was a part, right. part-time job after school uh, like a couple of nights a week weekends like for a couple hours as well and it was all right and um with my first paycheck like a lot of people that I went to school with and that, you know, I worked with and stuff around that age were, I guess at that age, maybe a bit more responsible than me. They learned how to drive. Um, they bought themselves like a car, not like most, most of the time it was like a secondhand car. Is it like back, back when I was younger, people used to buy Honda Civics because they were like mm-hmm. ultra customizable and that was like a thing. So people, people would get like a secondhand Civic and then they would spend money doing it up if that was their thing or whatever. And that was fine. I remember every time I got paid, like I would spend almost all of my money on drinking and eating. That's that's <laughs> all I spent money on. Like yeah. it, it was insane. Like every day I would go like from school, like I, I would never take a lunch to school. I would buy something in the cafeteria or I'd go to like there was like a like a mall like close to our school. We'd go there for lunch or whatever. I smoked like a pack a day in school, like yeah, all the whole time I was in school as well. So like all of my money was gone, like instantly. But like I didn't make that much because it was a really crappy part-time job. But like I, I don't know, like I like I think in my, like when I was when I when I got a bit older and I had a proper job and I lived on my own, I was like much more responsible with money, sort of thing. But like mm. early on, fuck, I was terrible. Like 
I know, like, I wasn't, like, Johnny Depp, like, a millionaire spending right, right. money and stuff. But, man, you can see, like, how easily you could do it. Like, Oh, yeah. If you just, I mean, like, geez, if you had if millions. You, yeah. Like, if you feel like it's just flowing in all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, I just made another 50 million bucks because I yeah. did this movie and, and that movie. Then in a, in a weird way, it was like that when I was young and working because, like, because I got paid every week. Right. So it was just like, ah, fuck, I'm never going to run out of money. And every week I was fucking broke, like, within seconds. You know what? That's interesting because in America. <laughs> A lot of jobs get paid weekly, don't they? Yeah. Like, a, a, that's the way a lot of people get paid in the States is week was, by week. And I wonder off, if that has changed, the way people spend money. Yeah, I was... Is knowing you've I, always got it coming in. I got... I, it, it took a while to get used to when I moved to the UK because it was... You got paid once a month. Like, pay, yeah. payday was once a month. And then, you know, depending where you work, depending where you live, depending how you live, a lot of that money was just spoken for straight away. Yeah, yeah. You know, it would enter your account and it'd be like, okay, shit, you know, I have like 10 bucks left because <laughs> everything else is just yeah. totally accounted for sort of thing. I always, you always arrange all your direct debits for like yeah. two or three days after you get paid. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you, like, you see it come in and then you see it go out and you've got like, okay, we've got to make this much money last four weeks. Yeah. Like I, when me and Mrs. F first moved up to London, it was really like that. Like our money would come in on about the same day and we'd see it all go streaming out over the next two or <laughs> yeah, three days. I know. And you're like, right, we've got 250 quid to last us three and a half weeks. How are we going to do this? And we yeah. were like selling shit. Okay, and, we need know, this guitar. Why not get eight <laughs> guitars? <laughs> but on the flip side, though, if you're getting paid once a week, you, you'd have to keep money aside every week to save up for like your big bills, right? Like if you got paid every week, you'd have to set money aside like to pay... Because in the States, you might get paid once a week, but you probably only pay your mortgage once a month, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So, like, you'd probably have to put some money aside every week to say, okay, I need this for the mortgage. It's going to come out on the 14th or whatever. And like Saving. People just save for shit. Yeah, you know, they find a little so, bit yeah. of money. I mean, it, that's well, the way good. to do it. I Johnny mean, Depp doesn't save. That's the problem. He needs to yeah. check out r slash personal finance. It's a great, it's a great, <laughs> oh, you fuck great oh, fucking you resource. You and your r slash personal finance. <laughs> oh, oh, my it's goodness. Great. It's you love that hot shit. Tips. And it's like, I, you know, I never, like, look at an emergency like fund for like you why know, are you just trusting reddit for this shit homie yeah. what <laughs> i feel like you're going on reddit to learn how to fucking manage your funds well, it's a bunch of redditors what do they know they don't teach it in school anymore do they fucking yeah, people it's just Jesus. common sense though isn't it like for the most part you know like some sometimes if you have money and you know you can afford it or feel that you can afford it and you you want to buy something like something is you know you buy it. Sometimes you have to save up for stuff and you do that and then you buy it. And then and then other times you just think, I can't afford that. I'm not going to buy it. So I'm not going to... It's not is like... It, is it a situation, It's not though, a fucking that, science, is no, it? But, but is it, for example, that these these people say, what is it? Is it is it drugs? Is it that they, they get told that they're going to be, you know, they're having this much money coming in at the moment and they... And they think, oh, you know, I'm going to have so much more future income. And like when you get your mortgage, they get it, you get your mortgage based off the fact that you're going to have a job, hopefully, for the next 20 years. You know, So d does Johnny Depp think he's going to be in loads more films and then what, they dry up and then he can't afford all the stuff he spent? Or is it like bad accountants? Is it like people saying no, to no, him, no, oh, you know, you can spend all this? Him. Right. No, they're begging him, please stop spending money. Yeah. Well, and they've gone to him and they're like, the thing is, he's, got, is he's it, got several people in his ear. He's got his financial advisors and people saying, Johnny, for the love of God, stop buying houses and boats because the upkeep on these fucking things is killing you and you're losing millions every month just maintaining all the shit you spent millions on in the first place. Is it place. like bad he's investments? Like, oh, okay. Is it like it's, wives, it's all, divorces and stuff causing like half shit, of your yes. money to go in the, in the toilet and then you have to like yeah. think, oh, well, you know, I have to pay a half of everything I've owned. So I guess that means, you know, selling a lot of it. Yeah, it's like that. 
And then once you start doing the jobs because you need the work, I think a lot of Hollywood people are like, fuck you, we're going to give it to Nicolas Cage. He doesn't need the work. He, he's, a, he's a benevolent actor who does only projects that he knows have high artistic value. Pro bono. And then Nicolas Cage. Pro bono. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get, they get fucking bono in. That's the problem. That's right. He's I'm so, pro bono. He's so Let's for bono. Yeah, he just wants him in all the time. It's, it's terrifying. It is, it's a weird one, isn't it? I think, like it's, it, I think it's, it's all right when you're, when you're a kid and you're, you're learning about money and stuff like that. But like... At the same time, you need those experiences too, right? Like, if, yeah, if I think you, it's, if you it's never kind of have one of those a job things. like in your teenage years, then you 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 know you you finish school, you've never worked, you go to like um, higher education, you're still not working, uh, you do all that, you graduate or whatever, you still haven't worked. It's going to be a real shock when you finally do start making like some money for yourself and, and stuff like that. Like, I feel like. I feel like if you have like a string of part-time jobs and you sort of get like a feel for it sort of thing, it, it's a, a yeah. lot easier going think, into I don't think there life. are many. Uh, I don't think there are many kids these days, uh, like you know, teenagers or, or people who are at university who can do it without having a job. I, I, a lot of students that yeah, I know have I guess they probably have jobs. To, yeah. um, I mean, there were some when I was at university that had jobs. We so I was on like a half grant. It was the last year that they did grants for students. So I got half a grant and the rest I had to make up with a loan. And of course there were no tuition fees. Yeah. And I was broke as shit. Like when I finished university, I'd run my overdraft down to the very bottom. It was like two grand overdrawn and I had nothing, like no money, not, not a penny to my name. I was on job seekers and I, I didn't have a job for like several months after I finished university because yeah. I was still living in Bournemouth. And oddly enough, there are no programming jobs in Bournemouth. Um, or there were very few at the time. I think, so, I think this is uh, a very similar story, p Yeah. Yeah. It is, but that nowadays I think it's even worse because you're in you're massively in debt when you come out of university now. Cost of living is very high. Yeah. Um, tuition fees are insane. All right, you you take a loan for them, but you've now got you start life with that huge debt. And mm. here's an article I read the other week. Do you know how much consumer debt there is in Britain? Oh god. Two hundred billion pounds. These numbers uh. are just un unfathomable, though. And, it, and yeah. how do you how do you even like? Uh, I don't this even is know. The how do they with... even figure it out? Like it. it I'll it, tell you how. They look at the number amount of credit card debt in the UK, and they look at. I mean, I don't think they consider mortgages as consumer debt because that's not stuff that people are borrowing money just to buy shit. Right? Yeah, I right. mean, there's no way. That so you're the value talking about people is... like borrowing like 10 grand and right. then buying a TV loans, or something with Yeah, with all that it. stuff. Yeah, Anything right. on higher purchase, credit card debt, bank loans for, for stuff like that. I mean, people borrow money to go on fucking holiday. Like that's how much people want stuff. I can't imagine. In a, in a I could never economy. do that. Like it, it, it'd either be I can afford to go or or I can't. And I just wouldn't right. go. I would never borrow money to go on a vacation. Like you're doing something wrong, I think, if you're doing that. Like I don't mean to judge, but holy shit, do not borrow money to go on a fucking yeah. vacation. Please <laughs> like, don't. Please do not. Sake. And this is, you know what the problem is? Then you get people having fucking weddings. I don't think this applies to too many people. People have no, dude. It two hundred billion like, pounds so it, of consumer debt. It's like the, the almost become like chronic. Like people are crippled yeah, by debt now. But I, but it's I think it's by design though. Like like that's what that's. I think that's where banks want people as well, oh, yeah. like for sure. I don't think people are used to be doing bad. this recklessly. I think they're doing it often because they're forced into it. You know, I know a few people who are who have got their first jobs and they have to have a credit card and they have to take money out on that credit card in order to actually pay the, the fucking bills because you know they yeah, yeah. they're living in London. That's the other side. They're of working. It, you know, they're getting you know not very not very high starting salary and you know they literally cannot live month to month without. 
paying a credit card. Right, and but, it's an investment here, into the future because they're you, thinking, Lewis. well, you know, if I work here for a year, I'll get an increase in salary. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, yep. I'll, I'll be able to, like, you know, get more to pay off this and, and I'll pay it back. And it's, it's yeah, it's a trap, definitely. Next thing you know, you're exposing your feet on Twitch and then you're, like, oh. you're, you're, you're giving people VIP <laughs> burping <laughs> sessions on Skype and stuff. You're going to have like, to sell all those guitars somehow. ASMR stuff or yeah. whatever it's called, the audio thing, you're doing all that. Right, where, where do you think the worst debt in the country is? Um, oh, God. I would say that it's probably in... I don't want to judge again, but I'm going to say it's in the north. You're, yeah. you're wrong. I would you're have wrong. thought that. It's mainly around the home counties. Really? Uh, yeah. So London is actually very, very good for debt. Like when we're not massively in debt. And I think the reason for that is if you can afford to live in London, uh, you're probably not having that bad a time. Right. Like genuinely. The people Most who, people the people live who in London, live in London aren't in consumer debt. So right. they don't have but a lot of credit card live in, debt. Is that what you're saying? In uh, Red Hill... That postcode. So between London and Brighton, very bad. All right, and and sort of if you look around around London, it's all terrible. People in massive consumer debt. Wow. People in London, not so bad. Uh, just outside Liverpool and Manchester, just to the south of there, very 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 bad consumer debt. So if you go if you go like north, east, south, or west from London, those areas are disastrous for consumer debt. Like r- much worse than the average. The average amount of debt is like seven hundred pounds a person. That's how much the average person in this country has in, in personal debt, Man, which is crazy. I have no debt, I, honestly. Like, a mortgage. That's it. That's the only actual, like, debt yeah. I have or whatever. Right, but, like, but we I don't have, fortunate. I don't have, like, a credit card bill. Like, we barely use our credit card. Like, uh, I cut mine up. I cut mine up. We I, have one. Well, we, we, we use it, like, if we need to. Um, you know, and it's usually to pay for stuff like in advance, you know, like if, if we're planning on going on a vacation, we have to like, uh, rent a car or something like that. We, we, we'll pay for that on a credit card and then just pay it off like over the course of between paying for it and then going on the vacation. I think a lot of very smart people are in debt and I think it's because they've been trapped often. You know, I remember staying with this, when I was working my first, um, when I was doing an internship in, in, for, for Pfizer, I, stayed um with a lady who rented rooms out in her house temporarily so i stayed with her for like a month while i was looking for another place and um you know she she had we, we were chatting she had like loads of loads of credit card debt and it just sort of got on top of it really and you know she was like it, it just just kind of got a little bit out of it just she didn't think it was too bad originally and then so she used another credit card to pay it off and it just got worse it just got 100 pounds worse the next month 100 pounds worse the next month and over a couple of years you know she ended up in like five or six grand of credit card debt and it was like but she, but she was a very smart very with it woman and she didn't really spend a lot it had just crept up on her it wasn't like she'd gone and blown it all or I you know, know if it's i don't know if it's like you know like some sometimes people are like really smart okay like academically they're brilliant and stuff but they lack common sense like in things that like just very simple things seem to like evade them somehow. Okay. But, but they're like, you know, they're, they're like smart people, obviously like they, they know like a lot of stuff or whatever, but then they'll just be really fucking terrible at driving a car or something <laughs> stupid like that. You know what I mean? Right. And like, like, cause I'm sure I saw like a documentary and there's this woman and she was, she was like you said, she was like she was really intelligent. You know, she had this like really good job. She she was re- really well schooled and everything. She was like super like advanced in her field and stuff like that. And she just could not fucking handle her finances like at all. It was it was it was just stupid. It was like it, it must like I know how people feel like 
watching me play video games now. Like, I was actually facepalming the entire time. It's like, how the fuck are you so stupid? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, you're a smart person. Why are you letting this happen to yourself? And she just could not fucking get a grasp on it. She was just like, I don't know. There was just like something in her brain that prevented it's her from like, It's a little bit like a psychological problem, though, of something that you don't want to deal with. You just don't deal with it. You don't escape. You just it's like escapism. You just put it away and you let it get worse. And you you know it's there. You just it was infuriating to watch though because it but, was so so easy to fix the situation and she was just incapable of doing it. She she was just like so I don't know what it was. She was just like I think this this exact same mentality can apply to you know lots of other issues. You know like 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 gaining weight or being depressed or these other problems that you know not solving something and then. That makes it worse, and it's this vicious cycle, though. Yeah, of, you know, it gets worse. You don't want to deal with it. It gets worse. There, you know what? There, there was a TV show. There was a TV show a few years back about people who've run up massive debts, and then these guys go in, these like financial experts go go in and examine how they're spending money and what they're doing and stuff. And these guys would run up these huge debts. This, they, this was sort of this idea that people had. You, you know the way in the post you're always getting these things about credit cards and you've got one and all you have to do is f- sign this form. And so they just sign all these forms and get all these credit cards and they feel like they're rich and they've got all this money and they, they live these lifestyles they can't sustain. And their plan in a lot of the cases is, when I run out of money, I'll just declare bankruptcy. <laughs> Boom, no problem. A couple oh of years God. I'll be back and that's the end of it. Oh, but man. it doesn't work like that. People's idea of what bankruptcy is, personal bankruptcy, if you're personally bankrupt, good luck getting any kind of loan in the future. Yeah. Because if you say, again, yeah, like I, I was bankrupt, this was how much, and these were all the companies that lost out, no one's going to touch you with a fucking barge pole because the banks aren't that fucking stupid. They want to lend you money, and they want you to be in debt for like 30 yeah, years. But they, they want, want to lend it to be money. controlled and and Yeah, and they want to get it back, of, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the point. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, But then again, like bankruptcy is, is, is a very common, you know, I think Donald, didn't Donald Trump, become oh, like a bankruptcy or like, I mean well, well 50 I Cent was bankrupt as well Remember but that 50 was his company yeah. that he'd set up you know so he set yeah. up a company it didn't go well blah 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 yeah but it's, it is very different but, but from personal bankruptcy but, but you could see wasn't there this thing about students you know declaring personal bankruptcy but I, I don't think you can do that on your student loan actually oh uh, maybe not um, no I, I don't think you can I think they figured that out they know students are crafty. Crafty students are cooking this up. Here's what we do, lads. We'll graduate university. We'll declare bankruptcy. All our loans will be void. It's amazing. And they, they change it so that until you earn that money, that debt is just sitting there. So you could spend your whole life on a minimum wage job and never actually have to pay back your student loan, as I understand it. If you, unless you earn a certain amount, eventually they'll just write the debt off and say, this guy's a no-hoper. He obviously got a 2-2 like Perry and Flax at university, and he's never going to amount to shit. <laughs> Yeah, what the, what's a two two? A Desmond two two. It's a Desmond two two. That's what they call it. It's, it's, a, Desmond. it's a an average. It's, no, it's not. It's an average grade. It's a disaster. For, for, for like university. Below average. It's no. Oh, it's it's a, okay. A, a first. A first is like an A, right? A two one is like a B to a C. A two two is like a D to an E. Like you haven't failed, but no one gives a shit. Oh, like, no, you, you got a degree. Not, oh, what did you, you still get? Pass a two two. I was definitely a a two two person in school as well. A third. Oh, yes. A third is a D. A two two is a C. A two one no, is a, a B. A, a three, a two, a, a third. If you if you turn up to a, a degree and it, then you, they say you need a degree for this job, and you're like, yeah, I've got one. What did you get? A third. They'll be like, get out. That's exactly. Like, it's that's, like a that's, D. It's like a. It's not a fail, <laughs> but it might as well be. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like a D. It's I, bad. I, I, two two is a C. It's a fine grade. It's not. It's a fi- It's a C. I, it's a pass. I, I was it's so a, it's a pass. Lazy. I got the grade I deserved for the amount of work I did, which was as little as possible. You don't degrade. If, if I, lots of people out there are set on two twos, and you know they're fine. And they know the same thing I know, which is I did fuck all at university, and I probably didn't even deserve that. Mm. That's all I'm saying out there, two two havers. Let's be honest with ourselves. I'm in the same boat. I got a two two, and I know I did fuck all, and I saw the amount of work the guys who got firsts put in and i was like fuck those nerds i'm going down the pub they got a first they fucking deserve it. i don't want to diminish what they got by making out the what yeah. i did and where are those nerds now fucking six yeah. grand credit card debt <laughs> yeah but they got really good jobs and i they got a nice wife and that like a nice house and stuff but they can't manage their debt that's right fucking i assholes. mean that's it i learned to manage my finance by figuring out how many pints i could buy yeah on a per diem basis Right, oh, using my man. grant and I mean, that's money, how so. that's how you know some people like to go through life. Though some people judge it by like a day of work. So it's like, oh, you know, a day I get paid, you know, like like eight quid a day. So you know, how that's eight pints? How exactly? That's like they measure it in pints. We had this. Um, we had this system at my high school. We had uh, vending machines, like Coke machines. And um, what you could do is you could go into the office and you could say to the to the lady in the in the office, you could say, "Listen, I just tried to buy a coke from the coke machine, and it it ate my my dollar. Can can I be refunded?" And she'd be like, "Yeah, sure, just fill out this form or whatever." They, they had like a whole form. It was like this huge procedure, okay? So the people that came to fill up the vending machine could like track, like you know, if if it was faulty or whatever. And honestly, there was like every month there must have been like thousands of entries on this because everybody <laughs> knew it was like the scam to do sort of thing. Well. So you go in, you get your dollar, and then you could either just go to the drinks machine and get a free drink with it, or you could go play four games of Metal Slug, the arcade game. Oh. Yeah. So fuck, man, every day like we'd have just like this pool of money that we got from this scam and we'd play Metal Slug like until we were blue in the face. And that's probably why... I was a D average student. Yeah. Thanks to Metal Slug. That was Maybe. really fun Metal though. Slug. It was really fun. Jeez. But okay, so let's 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 go back. So um were you were you so you're were you seriously sick, P Flax? Or could we talk about this? Or were you like What about when I went to hospital, you mean? Yeah. Have you talked yeah, yeah, about let's, it? Let's talk about it. I, I I thought I talked about um the first time I had uh, supraventricular tachycardia. Which I don't is remember you ever telling me about supraventricular tachycardia. So what what it is is um, sometimes the rhythm of your heart gets disrupted, and yeah. for, it can, there can be different triggers for different people. So when I, I remember when I was much younger, I was a very sickly child. I had like whooping cough, and I had um, mumps, and I had terrible tonsillitis. I had all kinds of awful things, and uh, eventually they, they took my tonsils out and it made things a lot better. But when when I was sick, the doctor was listening to my heart and said, "You've got like a slight arrhythmia." your heartbeat so you've probably got an extra bit on your heart like an, a little little extra sort of head poking up like an occasionally it interrupts everything else not a problem generally but as you get older your heart gets a little weaker and the arrhythmia sort of occasionally kicks in and it completely disrupts the electrical signals going across your heart so instead of going boom 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 it goes like that like crazy fast they call it atrial like, flutter okay i that have sounds it sometimes good. yeah okay so i mean I, I do get it occasionally i'll feel like a weird flutter and then it's gone but occasionally you get the flutter and it instead of kicking back into normal, it fucks up and it just goes, it just goes, all right, fuck it. We're just going ham now. And like 200 beats a minute, which is crazy fast. 
and your blood pressure drops so fast that the veins on your arm will disappear because your blood pressure is so low. Shit. You think it would be high because your heart is pumping, but it's barely pumping. So it's like an, a motor that's idling, you know, rather than going, it's like idling at the wrong speed. So it, it, it's it's all over the place. It's so very I, scary. I had this, yeah. it, it was. The first time it was very scary. I, I was out having a coffee on Twickenham Green, waiting for the kids to finish their swimming lesson. And, and you were quite relaxed, I suppose, as well. Very chill. And you hadn't had been like, you coffee. hadn't had too much caffeine. Well, you're having the bit then, but you would. You... That was the thing. I, I downed the cup of coffee because I, I realized I had to go get them. And it was a hot day and I got up and I was rushing and suddenly my heart started racing. Oh, I so thought, you were, you were feeling fast. quite a lot of um, Just that, stress that one time. and caffeine. Okay. That's right. And I went to get the kids because I didn't want to leave them in there. And, and I thought if I'm having a heart attack, I want the kids to be with me. That sounds selfish, but I, I want to see them if I'm on my way out. So I right. go and get the kids. <laughs> I want to die in quick. front of them. I know. Okay. And right, because I didn't want to, if I died right there, no one's going to pick them up from swimming. They're just going to be stuck there. So, and they'd be there for like hours. So I, I thought I'll, I'll, I'll get the kids. <laughs> that's not how I it must works. get no. the kids. Okay, that's fine. No, that's. So, so uh, luckily, and this is insane. There was one of those little ambulances, not the full ambulance, but the like the car. It's like an estate car. That's an ambulance, you know, yeah. parked right on the green. Wow. And I sort of looked at the guy and I thought that's handy. Got the kids, came back and knocked on his window, and I said, "I think I'm having a heart attack or something. I don't know what's going on." He said, "All right, let's have a look at you because they're always super calm. They don't go, oh fuck!" It's in a no, car. yeah, no, they can't. <laughs> like, imagine, <laughs> yeah, if you were having a heart attack and they started freaking out, you'd you'd probably even if you weren't having one, you would have one sort of thing. Yeah, if they just sort of backed away from you with their hand over their mouth and just turned and sprinted down the road away from you. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! But then again, like paramedics are uh, they're, they're really heavily. Trained, but they're they're more trained around those types of things. I think, like right, around right. like heart attack stuff that like they actually have to have quick response for, rather yeah. than something more like you know you don't show a paramedic you're like rash and they'll be like what? Did you guys ever <laughs> see that yeah, movie like, with Nicholas Cage in it where he was a paramedic and he was like really yeah. fucking depressed and stuff? Yeah, that's oh, all I got so on that, that one. Was, just... That was a rare decent Nicholas Cage movie. It was. Yeah. So, so he sat you. He was very calm. Yeah. That's what you have to so be. So that was the first time, and he he gave me an EKG like reading right there on the green. So I'm just sitting on the little fence. There's like a little picket fence that goes around, a little metal fence or whatever, and I'm just sitting there in the middle of the street. And he has to undo my shirt, and he's put all the pads over me. He's shaving my chest right there. The kids are like terrified, and he's like, "Yeah, that's real fast. Let's get you to the to the hospital." So he calls an ambulance. They take me in, and all the rest of it. Um, and though, so this time, what happened was I called one 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 because I wanted to know if there was something that I could do to to stop it. And there's something called it's called something like and correct me if I'm wrong here, Reddit, the Valsalva or Volsalva maneuver. It sounds like Volva, but it's the Valsalva maneuver. Right. And basically, you know when you're on a plane and you pinch your nose to clear the, the airways, right? Yeah. Right. You know, it's like that, but instead of sort of, you just sort of tense up like taking a big shit at the same time. And what that does is compresses one of the parts of your heart, and hopefully that'll knock it back in. And honestly, a lot of the time when I'm getting a racing heart, if I just tense my chest up real hard, it's fine, and it goes away. And you just sort of you just sort of live with it. Right. But this time it wouldn't. Nothing would pop it. And then they're trying this other maneuver called the advanced Valsalva technique, where they give you a syringe and you blow into it like you're trying to push the stopper out, and then they tip you backwards. Like in the movie, uh, what's it? Inception. Inception. You know when they dunk them in the water. <laughs> yeah, someone needs it's to like kick that. you off a chair. <laughs> yeah, it's like a kick. It's the only thing that gets you off anymore is balancing on a chair over a bathtub <laughs> yeah. when your wife has exactly. to kick you into it. Kick me in. Give me the kick. It's it's like that. But so they tip you backwards onto your back and push your legs, and that that'll do it as well. Sometimes didn't work. So they I, they called an ambulance, and I go in. 
and they get you into the resuscitation room because just in case, right? And you're, you're lying there and they, they have to put even bigger pads on you because now there's a bigger machine and they put the finger thing on. And at this point, I've got a cannula going into my right vein on my, my right arm. That's, that's a drip. And then I've got one in the other one nearer to my heart on the left arm. Which is um, this is making me a bit bit nervous of just thinking about it. Uh, it, it oh, I feel the my second time like... it was a breeze. The first time I was scared. The second time it was a breeze. I was like, I know what's going to happen here. So the the doctor comes in and she says, "We're going to have to give you the adenosine. You've had it before." I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "So you're familiar with the effects?" I was like, "Yes." And she said, "Because I'm interested. Is it really like that? Like that when the doctor is curious about the injection they're giving you, you know it's a serious injection, right? So adenosine basically." kind of fucks your heart up and knocks it back into its normal rhythm. So if it's racing, they give you adenosine and it sort of just almost paralyzes the heart just for long enough. Then they get this thing called the flush, which is like this other injection that flushes the adenosine out. Oh, geez. So they give the adenosine, then they quickly give you the flush. The adenosine gets to your heart first and the, the sensation that people, have, uh, they, they've referred to it as like impending doom. Fuck. That's what it's described as. And it literally is. The first time I had it, it was me and the doctor and his and like another doctor who was just obsisting and observing because they, they'd never done this before. Like none, none of these doctors had done an adenosine injection before. And other doctors came to watch. There were like four or five other doctors watching because they wanted to see what it was like to give someone an adenosine injection. So I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And they're all watching and they're like curious to see. And you're watching the EKG like ba 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 ba. And as soon as the adenosine hits your heart, it's like boo, and then it's like boom 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 back to normal. But when you when you get hit with it, you feel like there's all terrible, awful nightmares closing in on you, and you literally feel impending doom for a oh brief my moment. God. And you, and then suddenly you're fine. It's such a weird feeling. Fuck. Holy and so shit! That was, that was my Sunday night. And then they said, I said, can I go? Because they let me go. Like the previous doctor was like this gung ho Rambo doctor. He was like, okay, you can go. I was like, great. And I just got on a bus and went home. This this doctor, <laughs> she was like, we're giving you blood tests and we're keeping an eye on you for like at, at least three hours. I was like, come on, it's it's like going to be four a.m. by the time I get out of here. But she was like, nope. So I had to sit there for like three hours just waiting with the sounds of the hospital all around me. Whereas the previous doctor was like high fiving me and woohoo and running out, and I could just leave. So this time I had to stay, which was kind of annoying. And then I had to listen to the other people in the hospital, which is just depressing. Oh, God. Jesus Yeah, Christ. but that was that. I went to visit somebody in the hospital one time. It was my, um, my, my wife's great uncle. He was in the hospital. He was in a pretty bad way. And he was in this room with a bunch of other people. It was like a ward. There's, there was like six beds in the ward, I guess. So we went in to see him and um, to, to visit him. And holy shit, man. There was like some other people in there. Like there was this one guy who was just like the most jaundiced person I've ever seen in my life. He was so fucking yellow and he was just like laying in his bed, like moaning and groaning and stuff. And I, oh God, it was horrible. Fuck me. Hospitals are, are genuinely terrifying places. Jesus the, the Christ. The thing is though, right? Like it's, it's a funny old thing where Well, the maternity people, ward is nice. Man, people yeah, are so yeah, fucking like happy on the maternity people, ward. I have this thing where I don't want to bother someone with a problem. It's like one day I wake up and I'm a bit yellow and it's like, well, you know, my face is a bit yellow, but you know, I've, uh, I'm sure it'll go away. Next day, a <laughs> bit more yellow. So I'm like, I ring up the doctor and he's like, oh yeah, you know, you can come in if you want, but you know, it's like, I, I rang up the doctor for an appointment yesterday and they were like, yeah, the nearest, closest we can get you in is October the 9th. And I was like, October the 9th? Are you kidding? That's like two weeks from oh, now. Oh, that's crazy, eh? And so I, they, they were like, if you want too. a sooner one, you know, you'll have to. Um, you know, ring up at eight o'clock in the morning and, yeah, yeah. and, 
and you know, and and they'll schedule in for the daily stuff, and that's, that's okay. But but like, uh, it was just like, holy crap, you know, I I, I felt like. I felt like, you know, so I can see why people don't want to bother someone and then they get very bad, you know, and then obviously this guy probably came in and he was in a, in a you know, got even yellower. <laughs> then, then, you know, <laughs> he was like, oh, oh, okay, I better go to the doctor now. And they're like, right, you're going to hospital. And then there he is yeah. the day later, even more miserable. Um, see, but yeah, so, do you know what? I, I was talking to the nurse there and I said to her, I said to her, it's really quiet. Like it was a Sunday evening. But she said, yeah, it is It is unusually quiet. Like, Sundays are normally not too quiet, but occasionally they can be busy. But I said, at least it's not Friday or Saturday, right? She goes, those are the quiet times. I was like, what? She said, a lot of people avoid coming to A&E, specifically on a Friday and Saturday, because they think it's going to be busy. So they hold it off till Monday. She said, Monday is the, always the worst fucking day. Monday is wow. always worse because, because most GP surgeries and doctor surgeries are not really open at the weekends. You can't really see a doctor on Sunday. Right, right. And I'm so talking as about a result, No, but as this a result, a, a lot of people who would go to the doctor on a Sunday if it was open and they think it's bad, they tend to get like a bad infection or something. And then, then they end up in A&E on Monday because they yeah. because mm. of this because of the way that we, we operate. I think that the, the majority of the amount of deaths that are caused because GPs don't open on Sundays and because it's so hard to see a doctor on Sunday is actually a, a very scary number. Well, they have um, out-of-hours surgery. Like, we we had to take my daughter to out-of-hours um, one yeah, time. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it, it's almost like uh, everything, every little thing that you, you do puts you off going to get seen. So, you know, having yeah. to ring up at 8 o'clock, having to sit on hold. I had to sit on hold for half an hour today to get, get an appointment. You know? What doctor are you calling? Yeah, I call mine up, like, bam, they answer the phone and that's but, it. Yeah, but every little step, it's like every step that makes it awkward, more awkward, more awkward. I have to go, I have to drive further. I have to go somewhere. The, the out-of-hour surgery is, you know, 20 minutes drive away the more you know it well the, it becomes like more and more tricky. the joke of it all as well is when you finally do get in to see the doctor he's on a fucking strict time limit he can only see you for like two minutes or whatever because yeah. he's, he's just got a fucking gigantic schedule of patients he needs to see that day like i went to see the doctor a couple of weeks ago and i went in there and you could tell that this guy was just like furiously trying to get rid of me. And I was like, oh, okay. So like already there was a tone set. He's like, so what's, <laughs> what's wrong? And I was like, uh, my back hurts. And he was like, oh, how old are you? All right. Get up on the bed. I was like, oh, okay. Take your pants so I, down. So I got up there and he pressed on my stomach a bit. He's like, did that hurt? I was like, no. And he's like, yeah, you're fine. All right, see you, <laughs> see you later, I guess, then. <laughs> like, thanks, you know, I was, like, kind of concerned, but you haven't really put my mind at ease, but I guess it's nothing to worry about, I suppose. Like, ah, oh, fuck me. It was just, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, look, we, we have a very we, – we're very lucky. We have the NHS here in the UK. You know, it's free. We don't have to pay for it, you know, so that's that's nice. But, again, like, I feel like – I, I feel well, like we, you know, I mean we do we do pay for it. Well, it comes out of our taxes, of course, but, but of it's not do. at point of use. I think that's the thing. I, I, I love the NHS. Yeah, I, I would I, actually I, fight I, I in a war NHS to defend is, the NHS. That's is, how much I is, love the it's NHS. It's great. And um, if there was a battle, the great battle of the NHS, and you had the NHSers on one side and the hateful cunts on the other side, yeah. I would fight for the NHSers, and I, I would I would proudly die raising our battle banner which would be a picture and, and, of a nice and I nurse think a little bit smiling. like there's so many good people in the NHS who work um, very hard to keep it going yeah. and work overtime for nothing and care and really you know if you work in the medical profession you've got to you've got to have a certain you know desire to look after people and I think there's an incredible I amount love them. Of, yeah. of, I love them of stuff 
doing like it's people who are doing good to try and make it better but also you know there's a lot of unfortunate i was talking to ben about this because he he used to work for the payroll people at the nhs and he saw you know all of the all of the mismanagement of funds and like all the all the pork all the shit that was just done lazily and badly and you know like for example like um all the all the trusts all used to order all of their stuff separately and so they'd all get given this massive surcharge and so you know just looking at it ben was like well if these guys ordered their stuff together it would save like yeah. 10 million pounds um it but, needs a but, lot of work i mean there's there's tons and tons of waste but but that said you know it's it's not as bad would as you rather have a systems. little financial waste or people dying yeah, well i think that's the problem exactly that, that's the choice you have and, to and make i think is. that's a it's always a tricky choice though isn't it as well do you you know how what is it, it's it's tough putting a cost on lives because we have this information right we know that you know if we if we did have more doctors and we did staff sundays we would save this many lives but we right. don't think it's worth it do you know what i mean it's, yeah. it's what lives are I mean, not are worth limits. that much yeah exactly. we can't give every person in britain a personal doctor like we get that you know we get it not everybody's gonna have a doctor following them around at all times 24 hours a day just in case you get sick that would be awesome but <laughs> we couldn't afford it it's too expensive it is tough it is very tough robo doc that's the future we- everyone has a little robo doc follows them around you are looking a little jaundiced today <laughs> Bye, sir, you look very yellow today Uh-oh. what if robo docs under time pressure hurry it up please sir <laughs> you're fine Get out! Stop it. Please lie it. down on the bed and take your trousers down. But my uh, back, I appear about my trousers down. <laughs> okay. Oh god. We got like our own system over here, um, where we have to like. So if I if I go visit the GP, I gotta pay. But my kids don't have to pay. Like right. like up until a certain age, they're covered. Uh, but then anything to do with the hospital, if I had to go in and get like a treatment or a surgery or like what, like when my wife gave birth to the children or whatever, that was all that was all covered. Like we didn't get any any so any sort of bill for that. Uh, prescriptions are covered as well. They're fr- they they're free. We don't have to pay for them. It's just basically just to visit the doctor. You have to pay. I think we have to pay for prescriptions. Well, certain people don't. Obviously, certain people uh, are okay. But but it's, yeah, it I is mean, really nice not having to worry about like anything to do with like health. It is. It is much. reassuring, and I think that peace of mind is is good as well. Yeah. I think yeah. I think we're very lucky to have have this. So I'm a bit worried about you now, P Flax. You you you. Uh, I mean, is this, when was so this happens? This happens. Last Sunday week? night. Sunday night. Sunday night. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what provoked it? Was no, it like? No. Was it like a particularly intense game of Dota, or not really? No, we no? we had a really chill evening. We were just playing games, and but you know what? Uh, the the I haven't had a, had anything to drink since uh, Sunday. Alcoholic, oh, like, right. not a thing. How much alcohol do you drink in a week? Would you say a million units? Wow, whatever okay. that is. Right. So I, I sort of thought I'll I'll trim back on on the booze. You know, I'll I'll go like dry for a month. And then I, I'm going to stop drinking during the week because I'll always have a couple of beers in the evening. You know me, I'll have a few beers in the evening. So I thought, why? Well, I don't need to drink on a fucking Wednesday afternoon, sort of afternoon. Either. I don't need to no. start at six o'clock on a Wednesday, have a couple of beers. There's no need for it. It's a waste yeah. of money and it's not good for me. So I was coming back on the drinking and I was going to go away this weekend to Valencia with my mates for a big old sesh. And the doctor said, that's not happening. And she said, you definitely shouldn't do that. Your heart is still recovering and the air pressure won't be good for you going up in a plane. What if you have another attack on the plane? 
you definitely shouldn't be drinking yourself to oblivion for like three days, which is what I would be doing this weekend if I was with my mates. <laughs> wow. Um, and I was like, okay. So I had to cancel that trip. My mates are all talking. We, we, they started a WhatsApp group. Very sweetly, they invited me to the WhatsApp group so I can still, you know, keep track on how the trip is going and stuff like that. But I'm absolutely gutted. Yeah, I bet. Um, about that. But honestly, I've, I've really enjoyed not um, having that slight buzz you get from having two or three beers uh you know, in, in the evening, and it's actually improved my gameplay immeasurably. Got a I rampage bet, yeah, go on. on Lich last night, oh, and my shit. PUBG game is it's off the hook. So, so, so is that what you're, so you're, you're, well, if, I mean, if you're having heart problems, man, you should, you should cut the meat, man. Join, join the veg crew with me and Sips. It's the, yeah. it's the way forward. Might be a cholesterol dude. thing. Might be like it ain't no cholesterol thing. You and might I'll tell have you some why. fucking like slimy ass. Clumpy cholesterol clogging up your. It's it's not meat. I don't eat much meat. You have this vision of me as some kind of Henry the Eighth figure yeah. chewing on a giant fucking leg. He's got like a like, full, full pig like turning around. I guess around I do on a have that image room. in my mind of you. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's because whenever I come to Bristol, we hit we hit fucking Five Guys hard. But I, the only reason I do that is because it's right there, and I love Five Guys. But I don't. It's I mean, not right I, I there had... anymore. They moved, Flax. You haven't been in the new office yet. You'd have to walk. <laughs> quite a distance to get to oh, five guys oh god you're right yeah oh you never been no. to the new office it's pimp it's pimpastic no i wanted to here. come next month it's i wanted to come right down out, in yeah. october okay how about that if yeah I come down so in i'm going to japan for the first two weeks so i'll be back well let me oh, know when you go after. flax we'll, we'll coordinate it we'll go together it just can't be on it can't be on the 27th because that's my daughter's birthday but i think I'll, no, i think everyone's going her, to that's half term as well so that's good and also i'm i'm away i'm going to to uh Palermo in Sicily. Wow, um, fuck me, week. man. What? Yeah. Jesus Christ. What? Christ, Valencia, Got any Palermo. other travel plans? Jesus. Fucking jeez. Yeah. What the fuck? What's wrong with you guys? Well, just yeah, everything. You know. I'm, I'm a fucking miserable asshole, so. <laughs> so were you going to watch, <laughs> I mean, honestly, watch some football or something in Valencia, or was it just like a holiday with the boys? No, no, it was just, I mean, we, we I don't know why we picked Valencia. Like, we all said we haven't been on a lad's holiday in a long time. We just sort of picked Spain because it's cheap and it's right there, and we thought the weather would be nice. It's not. And what's wrong with Amsterdam? Like, just go to Amsterdam. They're, they're, no, they're not. They don't smoke weed, and Amsterdam's nice and everything. But I think we just wanted to go to Spain and sit by a pool and drink, and then go out in the evening. I would stuff. just go to Amsterdam um, and look at naked chicks the whole time. Yeah, I don't think, right. I don't think we're going to do that. <laughs> you wouldn't do that, Sips. That's not your idea of a lad's holiday, is it? Well, well, it absolutely is my idea. It of a lads is holiday, my idea. Just, yeah. We we didn't fancy Amsterdam. I don't know why. I th I think it's probably a bit too similar to what you could get here. I, I guess think Spain so, yeah. we felt would be kind of different and yeah. You know, if you get like a big villa in Spain with a pool and stuff, that'd be awesome. On a lads' holiday, right? Really? I, I, well, the, here's the weird thing about the lads' holidays is they always want to do it as cheaply as possible. Absolutely. Oh, if you go yeah. away with girls, they're like, let's get a nice place and we'll do this and we'll do that. Yeah. The lads were like, what is the cheapest shittest place we can get? It all it needs to be is like a concrete slab. We'll sleep on that. I just want to go out and get blind drunk. I don't care. The last one right. I went on, we went to Amsterdam. We stayed in a hostel in the red light district, and that was crazy. It was really fun, though. Like, I right. would love to do it again, but, like, it's just the older you get and the more responsibilities you have, it's, like, harder to carve out that time and justify it yeah. and, and and coordinate everybody as well. So it's like, ah, fuck. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I would love – I mean, this when we go to, t to, to um, Sicily, we've got, like, a nice house with a pool, and it's, like, there's the beach nearby and everything. It's, like, it's lovely. And 
the lads would never go for that. They, they'd be like, nah, mate, let's just go for a really shit fucking hotel. So we went for this <laughs> awful sort of like really, really cheap fucking hotel. Cheapest flights possible. Oh, it's just, cheap I, hotels I mean, it's just, in I mean, Spain as well are like the fucking yeah. pits. God damn. Just they're the worst. Yeah, Worse than I, any I other just, country, I think. Like, I don't know what it is. I think it's like <laughs> yeah. the cockroaches and the, just the weather and stuff. It's just there. Yeah. No I offense. don't know, dude. I went, I went to a very, very, very bad quote unquote hotel in France, in Nice, the worst place I've ever stayed. Me and Mrs. <laughs> F went, she picked it. She, she's, she loves to, to nice pick a, nice. a budget holiday. <laughs> right, nice. Nice is nice. Yeah. Nice is nice. But this hotel, I'm not kidding. This building looked like it could have been the set for a movie in the 1930s. It had that kind of decor. And I can imagine in its day, it was quite a nice building. It had been left to rack and ruin. Like when we got there, I was like, this can't be the place. She was like, this is the, the address. So the outside of it was just peeling, crumbling wood. And there's like a, a, a shabby looking door. When you open the door, someone or something <laughs> had had a massive shit, <laughs> a massive shit right there in the middle of the lobby. Aww. And in order to deal with the problem, whoever the owner was had just put a piece of cardboard, like a like a little drawbridge over the top of this giant messy shit. I mean, it was like a pool of shit. Holy so you had to, this was the entrance. So we went in, you go up to the room, it's like a horrible box room with these windows that don't close properly, shutters that don't close properly, and it was meant to be self-catering. So there's an oven that's filthy. All the cutlery and cooking stuff is filthy. Oh, and the shit. toilet, the toilet, you would not believe this, okay? It was obviously not a place that was built with a toilet. In, the, in its day, it, you would have had like uh, a bathroom on that floor. It would have just had a, been a communal oh, bathroom. And it wasn't even the French hole in the floor. No, no, no. Squatters. What they had was a porter cabin like you'd have on a building site, bolted into the corner of the room. <gasps> oh, oh my God. God. That was the toilet. Jesus. And it had a shower in there. So it was like a porter cabin that had a shitty toilet and a shitty shower. And the shower was just, it was a slight sloping plastic end to one end of the, the porter cabin. And the water trickled out and went down that drain. That was that was your toilet. It sounds like the the, my the prison, prison thing. architect. It was literally like a prison architect prison. It was horrible. Fuck. The bed was lumpy. Everything was filthy. And it was the worst hotel I've ever stayed in. And that was in France, which I consider a first world country. Did I, did I ever tell you guys on the topic of finding a shit? Um, did I ever tell you guys the story about the time uh, a homeless guy shit in my grandma's lobby? <laughs> no. Oh, man. Okay. So, like, my, my brother, my younger brother, is really, he's about six years younger. And when we were younger, we would go to visit my grandma who lived, like, downtown. Okay, She lived in, like, a 12-story apartment building downtown. We go down every once in a while, like our parents, my, our parents would drop us down there to like, you know, spend the day or sometimes we'd like sleep over and stuff. We were, we were young. I was like 12 and he was like six or something. So um, one day we were there and it was kind of cold outside because it was Ottawa. So it was like, you know, minus 30 or whatever. Um, but we wanted to go buy some magazines. There's like this magazine store up the road. So I, I got my brother and I said, come on, let's go, we'll go buy some magazines. He's like, okay, fine. So we walk up the road to to the to the magazine store or whatever and then we get our stuff we come back and just as we're like entering like the lobby uh, to like my grandma's apartment building we had to like buzz we didn't have a key so we had to like there's like this huge like panel with all the buzzers and you you like buzz and she could let you up sort of thing so i'm looking for like the the button to press to buzz and then all of a sudden this like overwhelming smell of shit just hits me i was like fuck it was it was crazy. I was like, I turned to my brother. I was like, fuck, did you shit your pants? Or like, what's going on? Did you fart? And he was like, no. And he just looked mortified. I was like, what's going on? And he points at the floor and we looked down and there was like this gigantic 
tube of shit like coiled up. Like it was just like this like gigantic snake shit on the floor of the lobby, okay? Well, and it had traumatic story. It had streaks of blood in it and everything. And we were just like, fuck me. And so what it was is like, because it's so cold over there um, and these lobbies are like open and they're heated in most cases, uh, homeless people oftentimes just come in and, and they sit in like in the lobbies to warm up or whatever. So this this guy obviously did that and then decided to like just shit on the floor as well oh and and leave. Like we didn't see the perpetrator. But man, that was the unhealthiest <laughs> shit I've ever seen, and fuck me, it was, it was it was gigantic, oh, that's and it bad. fucking stunk so bad. Holy shit! And we went up to my my grandma's apartment. We we're like, "You're not gonna believe this. Somebody shit in the lobby." And she was like, "Again? Like it, like it happens all the time?" She's like, it "Happened like two days ago. Somebody else shit. Why are these people shitting in my lobby?" It's like, "Oh fuck. god, yeah." Did was, you hear about that that jogger? It's somewhere in America. And when she's running her route, she'll take a shit wherever she needs to take a shit, just on people's lawn. No. And the, this woman was in her house, and the kids came and said, Mommy, there's a lady doing a poop on our lawn. <laughs> and she fuck? goes out, and there's this jogger. This lady jogger pulls up her stuff, and the lady says, Did you just do a shit on my lawn? Can you not do that, please? And she sort of just went, Had to, bye, and just runs off. Yeah. And this this lady has done it multiple times and you know on what? this lady's lawn. This person is probably like some like high class financial advisor or whatever. Yeah. Really, and she probably has like seven grand of credit card debt, and she shits on probably. lawns as well. This one I'm like, talking I about. Go, had to go. The, co- the to common the sense factor. That's the problem nowadays. Not 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 enough people possess common sense. So that's just, why I just they, th- I just think a lot of people are very selfish. She's like, I'm trying to beat my PB here. I can't be running to a toilet or say more like a, a shit poobie. Sh- yeah, a poo a poobie. Woo! Nice one. Fuck me. Who shits like on a lawn like that though? Like she, with kids around. It's dogs like the aren't even of the really day. allowed to do that. Why would a human be allowed to do it? Oh, like it's so stupid. bad. That doesn't make Disgusting. any sense. Like we we live in a society where there's rules, and one of those rules there's that's rules. unspoken most of the time is. Just don't fucking take a shit on somebody's lawn. Like it's disgusting. Amen. <laughs> what the Amen, fuck did brother. she wipe with? Uh, did she? Did she just bring toilet paper with her, knowing that she's gonna do this? No, or what? no. She she does the. You know when a dog just drags its ass along the ground. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> no, no. This I'm person just needs to be locked up. Like she's a liability. Fucking funny. wiping her ass. I can understand. Like one off thing is like an emergency. You know, we're humans, right? We're gonna run across these situations where you have to shit yourself. I've shat myself a bunch of times you know in my life or like you know had to take a shit in a weird place and you know it's just a thing that Fuck, you don't end not. up having you run into these situations okay it's gonna happen to you whether I you like it or not so be in prepared, a situation where right? I'm not even remotely surprised go on carry tissues because you never know when you're gonna be stuck in a situation where you need to poop apparently I'm very crackly I'm breaking up I'm crackling up yeah you're Sips. crackling hard yeah I'm crackling um, well maybe it's time to put a, a pin in this in this poopy podcast. I put a pin in the poop. A um, little tiny a flag pin in the pin poop pinata. In this poop cast. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you've uh, hope you find yourself. Don't worry about P Flex, he'll be fine. He's gonna he's gonna be join the vegetarians, he's gonna start working out, he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna Lie. fake news. He's gonna stop drinking, he's gonna stop drinking he's coffee. He's not gonna go to Valencia do all on the a things. lads night out. He's gonna lose some weight. I don't. I don't drink coffee anymore. I do. I only drink tea. One cup a day. That's it. Wow. So I cut down on caffeine yeah. as well. Yeah. Try green tea. It's, it's fucking good. Anyway, I'm Fuck gonna. Off. I'm gonna look after you. I'm gonna. When you come hey, down you're here, you're not crackling anymore. You're not crackling I'll anymore. We can go on for another kiss. hour. You want to? And uh, I'll rub you down, and I'll say that I love.
love you. I'll whisper it in your ear. And I'll try and come to. I'll come to. Uh, I'll try and come to Bristol next month, and, and then we'll, we'll have some fun. You know, we'll, we'll be we'll be together. Three of us. It'll be it'll be magical. So, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I uh, hope your back's all right. Sips. Hope my eyes okay. Um, we're all fine. Don't worry about us. We're, we're get great. well. We're, we're falling apart. Well I hope all old. of you guys out there are are not pooping in people's lawns. And if you are, don't do that. For God's sake. Yeah, yeah. don't do it. What the fuck? And clear your fucking debt too while you're at it. For fucking sake. So I don't want you yeah, coming Jesus. back next week to this podcast with seven grand of credit card debt. Okay. I I'm watching. I'm paying it. I'm watching you. Okay. So yeah. fucking sort it out. Okay. Jeez. All right. Bye. Love you, everyone. Fuck. Thanks. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Goodbye.